0: The Apple Sox pick up the victory against the Kamloops North Paws and sweep them away. This was not a game that, when was not really used to playing in this series, as uh, you know, the first two nights it was kind of score a little bit early on, take a comfortable lead, and just cruise from there. Tonight, a little bit tougher. The Apple Sox, for the third straight day, did score first. It was kind of deja vu as for the second straight day, it was Iva Arcat who got things going with a two RBI double in the first inning. The 2-1 to Arcat Swung on, hit the opposite way, and into right field. Not even close for Luna to make a play. He was over to the side. Both runs will score. Arquette is off and into second base, standing up with another two-RBI double. It's deja vu for Iva Arcat the flying Hawaiian, into second base with an RBI double to play two for the second straight day in the same inning. It's 2 to nothing, Apple Sox here in the bottom of the first inning would actually in total would send eight men to the plate in the first. They would draw four walks in the frame, but only two runs would score on that base hit by Arcad. They would strand the bases loaded, and the wonder was, you know, did they kind of waste the golden opportunity to potentially tie this game, or not just tie the game, rather, but to add to their lead as they only had two runs, and in fact, the game would be tied up immediately after that inning. Cam loops with two in the second inning, but in the bottom of the second, the Sox would respond they got a leadoff walk by Corey Jarrell. Two batters later, Matt Hallback singled, and both of them would eventually come around to score on wild pitches. Two wild pitches in the inning would score them, and the Apple Sox would add to their lead to make it a 4-2-1. They would add to the lead, rather, in the third inning. When up to the plate came Andrew Hate after a one-out single by Xander Orohudos, and Hate would give the Apple Sox a three-run lead. Hate cracks one down the left field line. A fair ball, bouncing past the third baseman Green into the corner. Orohudos is going to get waved around third. The relay comes in. It's way late, and he will score. RBI double for Andrew Hate, and when actually makes it five to two with one out here in the bottom of the third inning. So at the time, a lot of reason to feel good about how the Apple Sox had started the night. It was five to two at that point. We were heading into the top of the fourth, but. The North Paws would respond. Three runs from them in the top of the fourth, and it remained tied for the next couple of innings. Heading into the bottom of the sixth, Enzo Apodaca came up to the plate, and he would deliver after a leadoff there and two outs scored a run. Apodaca with an RBI single, and the Apple Sox retook the lead. Pitch from Austin, swung on and hit. Over the first baseman, Lunas head into right field. Hallback gets the wave around third. He will come in to score, and Wenatchee has the lead. Apodaca with an exit velocity of 100 miles per hour on that single-to-right field. All back in to score on Apodaca's first RBI of the night. And, boy, he just continues to drive in runs lately. That's 11 runs driven in for Apodaca in the last eight games. And Wadachi has the lead. From there, it was all Evan Canfield getting the job done as he went three and two-thirds scoreless, wrapping this one up and giving the Apple Sox the series sweep. He struck out four in a row at one point with the final two outs of the seventh, first two outs of the eighth, and then ended it with a strikeout in the ninth inning. The 0 2 on the outside edge for called strike three. State is erased here on a strikeout looking, and that's Canfield's first punch out of the ballgame. Two away here in the seventh inning. Canfield ready, the 0-2, swing and a miss for strike three. Back-to-back punch-outs to close out the seventh. Full cam pitch coming. Canfield deals swing and a miss for strike three. Huff down, swinging for the first out of this eighth inning. They one two on the outside edge for called strike three. Four punch-outs in a row for Canfield and two away here in the eighth inning. He's settling into a groove right now. He'd kind of gotten off to a bumpy start with well, a walk in the sixth inning and then a single in the seventh. But he has now retired five straight, including four straight, with strikeouts. One and two the count. Canfield again. Fires, and it swung on a miss for a strike three, his fifth punch out of the ball game. Evan Ganfield with three and two thirds innings of scoreless relief to close this one out. Enzo Apodaca with a go ahead RBI single with two outs in the sixth. And Wenatchee sweeps away the Cam Loops Pause. The Apple Sox have dominated expansion teams this season. They are 11 and 1 against teams playing in their first WCL season. And if you got a broom right now, raise it high because the Apple Sox have swept their third series of the summer. Wenatchee back over 500 overall with a 20-19 record. So the Apple Sox a 6-5 win in the finale of the three-game set against Kamloops. They will head to Walla Walla this weekend looking to pick up another series win. Evan, you are a weapon out of the bullpen this year, man. Oh my! I mean, it's just incredible to have a guy like you who's been able to. We've got a couple of guys on this team who come in and give multiple innings of relief. And, again, multiple innings of scoreless ball here tonight from you. Three and two-thirds scoreless in this one. You tossed 55 pitches. You did have a little bit of trouble with some walks in this one, but you got five strikeouts, and you were able to battle. Let's talk about some of those walks. Obviously, you had a little bit of a jam in the eighth thing, but that was with two outs at that time. What was the message at that time? It's a one-run ball game. Runners ended up being at first and third. What was the message to get out of that inning?
1: Well, um, I just wanted to throw strikes because I was getting a little fatigued through the long inning. So I really just focused on uh, my pitch location and my off speed. Because when I tend to get fatigued, my off speed works really well for
0: me. So, so that's, that's something you switch to a lot of times? Mm-hmm. It seemed like we were seeing that change-up from you a lot later in this one. Was that one in particular where you were really making a point to throw more?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good out pitch for me because it drops a lot, so I get a lot of swing misses and rollovers.
0: And you've got two different change-ups, right? The regular change-up and the circle change, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know, were you kind of mixing those two in a lot, especially?
1: Yeah, I'm really comfortable with my circle change because I feel like it just falls out of my hand better so that way it drops off the plate more.
0: The data backs that up too. So yeah. it's good that you feel that way. And the fans, obviously the crowd could tell when that yeah. one was being thrown. So yeah. Evan Canfield joining us here on the post-game show. You guys were in a tougher game here tonight. You entered in a tough situation too. Third pitcher of the ball game, kind of a, a tight tight game at the point. When you came in, it was still tied up. Now you guys would go and get the lead in the bottom of that sixth inning, but you're coming in in that, that sixth with runners, with a runner over at second of the time. And then you walk a guy. After that, you know, what are you thinking at that point? It's tied up. It's one of the tougher jams you've been in recently. Mm-hmm. What would you think about in that moment to get out of the, the stretch?
1: Well, I really just wanted to fill up the zone. That way my boys behind me could make plays and hopefully get a two ball and get us out of there.
0: You got some good plays in the field here tonight, mm-hmm. too. Talk about the defensive effort you got. It seems like this team's been finding its own defensively lately.
1: Oh, yeah. Mike and Corey making those two plays. It's nothing more you can ask for as a pitcher. <laughs> no doubt about that. Well,
0: Evan, thank you for joining us here. Congrats on another great effort out of the bullpen. Thank you. That was Evan Canfield joining us after tonight's Apple Sox victory against the Kamloops Northpaws. And in a moment here we're going to chat with Enzo Apodaca who helped drive in the go-ahead run in this one. Enzo picking up another RBI. And, well, he's been kind of on a little bit of a hot stretch at the plate recently for the Sox. Enzo, the RBI RBI have come in bunches for you as of late. You know, we don't really think of you as the guy who's going to step up to the plate, drive in every run, but that's what you've done recently. You've usually been a guy who kind of sets the table, help gets the lineup going, but more recently you've batted in the middle of the order. Talk to me about what that's been like. You've been batting a lot more with guys on base, and you've delivered a lot recently.
2: Yeah, it's nice. Um, I'm used to it uh, from the spring, I, I feel like, though. In the spring, I let off every game. But uh, our guys at the bottom of the lineup always got on base, and I've been put in that position many times before. And uh, actually um, hitting RBIs was one of the key factors, I'd say, this spring. Uh, it definitely translates uh, to this summer as well. Not a
0: surprise, 45 RBI this past spring. You've got 11 RBI in your last eight games, including that two-out knock in the sixth inning. Take me through that at-bat. You guys get a break early on and an error to put a runner at second. You step up to the plate with two outs. What's going through your mind during that at-bat?
2: I uh, just hit the ball hard. Try to score them. That's really it. That's all I was thinking.
0: That's all you're thinking to keep yeah. it that simple, right? Yeah. It seems like simplifying things has been a key, key thing for you this year. Obviously, you've played in a ton of games in 2022, but it seems like you've simplified your approach a lot more this summer compared to last. I think a lot of that was probably a product of your work this past spring, but talk to me about some changes you've made this year compared to a year ago that fans may notice.
2: Um, I think I definitely am trying to drive the ball to the gaps a little bit more instead of uh, trying to get like a little base hit. Uh, from the spring, I found myself getting a little bit of power in my swing, and uh, I've been trying to replicate that this summer, and I think it's finally started to come around, uh, off to a little bit of a slow start at the beginning and middle of the season. But, uh, yeah, I feel start, I'm feel start. i starting to feel good up there.
0: Obviously, you say slow start, but you're still batting 293 this season, though, so despite that, but, no, that's a, it's a product of you. You've got high standards. We've known that about you since last year as well. What did this mean for you guys getting a series sweep here? You know, Mitch Darlington has said it all year. Good teams are happy with the series win. Great teams are happy with a series sweep.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we, we really needed it, and I uh, think it was super special doing it on Tommy Day, too. It um, means a lot to these fans out here to win on, on a, such an important day remembering him, and uh, I'm so glad we were able to pull it off.
0: Yeah, it's you know you've been part of the team the last two years. You got kind of to learn about that
2: story last year.
0: How neat is that? Tell us something about you know Joe Ichiro Oyama. Ichiro Yeah, I saw you guys. Everyone looked really excited when he was announced as the winner.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great guy. Always smiling smile on his face. Um, you can never tell if he's 0 for 4 or 4 for 4. Just has the same smile on his face every time he comes back from the dugout. Um, something. All right, he's a really guy. I really look up to um, as an older guy. Definitely trying to be like him in the future absolutely
0: enzo you were with the team a year ago you guys had a fun group i is uh, even though we've said this all the time the numbers didn't back it up that was a fun team to watch for you guys you're on a team now it's a little different but you guys are having a lot more success right now how fun is this to be on a winner this summer
2: uh it's super fun um uh, i think we're all kind of cruising with it uh we're uh, hot right now and just trying to stay hot going into the playoffs and trying to bring home a series win against walla walla so uh Granted, I had a lot of fun both years, both summers. Absolutely. Um, but winning is definitely a fun It sure time. helps a little bit, especially yeah. after the spring you had. I helps, <laughs>
0: imagine yeah. you go from one run into another. Yeah. What do you guys need to do this weekend to get two or three, at least
2: maybe three of three, against Walla Walla? Uh, just play good baseball. Make routine plays, have good ABs. Pitchers come out and do their thing. I think that's all we need. Keep it simple. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Enzo, thank you for joining us. Let's see some more hits this weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you, Joel.
0: That was Enzo Apodaca, Apple Sox center fielder, who drove in the game-winning run in this one with two outs in the sixth inning. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington. Well, coach, this is fun three days in a row, three wins, three post post-game chats. Nice to have this going. Nice to have your third series sweep of the season. The Apple Sox only had one sweep last season. Didn't happen until August. You know, and this is kind of more what you expect. Is an out, A game like this where you take care of business, not necessarily the best effort, and we were just talking about that a moment ago. There were things you want to tidy up, but you guys won. And I think at this point in the season, that's extremely important. A lot of teams are tired. It was a long homestand as well, but, well, you know, Mitch, I think there was a lot to be excited about. You guys won six of eight games on this homestand. What was the difference in getting the, the win tonight, getting that little extra charge late to get this win? Oops.
3: Oops. Go ahead. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I would probably just say our bullpen. Uh, you know, Evan Canfield, man, I, I feel like I keep preaching this guy's name every time he pitches, but um, he just, like I've said before, he, he comes out and has that ability to just close the game. He comes in in the, oh, I don't know what it was, the six with the one out and ends up getting out of that and then just goes three scoreless and... He just finds a way to come in and throw up zeros consistently. Even even again tonight, I, I honestly don't think he had fully his best stuff. He kind of got out of a rhythm there, had a couple walks. Um but the kid just finds a way to compete and finds a way to finish games for us. So uh, I think that was the difference.
0: What do you think he did so well tonight? Because you mentioned it wasn't necessarily his best stuff. He did walk three in this game. Walks were a big issue for both pitching staffs. You guys issued nine, but he got five strikeouts. Mm-hmm. What did you like about him with how he bounced back sometimes after the walks and sometimes you know, even before that?
3: Yeah, yeah, keeping guys off balance, man. He never. I, I feel like I just can't figure him out as a pitcher. He never falls into a rhythm, never falls into the same patterns. He, he'll start a guy with two breakers and then go heater up, and then the very next guy goes two heaters and then throws him a breaker. It's like um, it, it's just hard to sit on anything with him. You don't know what's coming. He mixes speeds and, and puts stuff on spots, and he just knows how to pitch. And, uh, and again, he just competes. He goes out there and, and, and throws strikes and, and finds a way to get it done.
0: What I enjoyed is during our, his post-game chat up here, he talked about how when he gets tired, he can't use that fastball as much, so he goes off speed a lot. And tonight, that off speed meant using that change-up a lot. And he's got two different changeups, which we were talking about. He said he was using the circle change a bit more. You could tell with our data, you could tell with the swings and misses, you could tell with the fan reaction that that was really clicking tonight, regardless of how early or deep into the game he was. Uh, how fun is that when you have a guy that you can coach like that where you know yeah, the fastball's not there, but he's not leaning on something he knows he doesn't have right now.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. he, uh, and, and that's a credit to Andrew Hate as well and all of our catchers when they catch him. They, they called the game pretty well. Um, we've talked about it all season. Is you know, As coaches, we don't call the game. We let these guys call their own game and um, let make these guys think about it, what they want to throw, what they want to do. And uh, Andrew Hate did a tremendous job tonight, I think, of keeping guy, guys off balance as well and uh, having Evan mix his stuff, but no, Evan's Evan's a great guy. We we we've said it before. He he's no doubt good enough to be a starter. He's gonna be a starter next year at his college. Um, but he's just so valuable to have in our bullpen to come in like nights like tonight, close game, and just say, Hey, Evan, here's the ball, go win us the game, go finish this thing. So, um, he he's a guy uh he's a guy that's uh just so valuable for this team.
0: Mitch, I think you would have loved the 70s decade of Major League Baseball, the idea of the, the fireman reliever who would come in at any point, toss multiple innings out of the mm-hmm. bullpen. It, it's almost like what uh, what Sparky Lyle used to be for the Yankees. But you've had a lot of guys who can do that this year. Reese Leitenberg, Mason Philly, Evan Canfield, several others. Hunter Gibson has done it a couple of times right. as well you know take me through that because as a coach it's not always so easy to just trust your guy to get back out there and go do it again how is that decision made so many times is it pitch count is it you looking the guy in the eye and kind of knowing whether they're in control at that point what is it
3: yeah i think i think it's a feel but it's also um you know i i'm just a firm believer in you don't save your best guys for the ninth. you you I just I, I hate that uh, MLB you know they they have closers. they have true guys that they can have in the bullpen that that are true defined closers in a league like this, uh, whether it's a tight game in the fifth, whether it's the sixth, every inning's just as important and you got to find a way um, to go throw up zeros. so I just I don't believe in sitting and letting some of your best arms sit in the bullpen. You got to go throw them like tonight, go to Evan early in the sixth and get you out of a jam and then just go see if he can finish a game for you. So that's kind of been our plan all year.
0: That's exactly what he did here tonight, picking up the win in relief. Three and two-thirds scoreless, one hit, three walks, five strikeouts. Before the game, a special presentation. Joey Oyama was honored as the Tommy Watanabe Award winner. You know, you've had a lot of time to learn about that award since being hired back in mm-hmm. the fall. Uh, you got a chance to chat with Cindy and Steve Watanabe, uh, the late Tommy Watanabe's parents. and your whole team was able to have a couple of chats talking about both that, just the importance of mental health awareness as it was mental health awareness night. Mm -hmm. What did it mean to kind of have that? This is kind of that, you know, game outside of the game thing. You hear of the term game inside the game. But what I like about a night like tonight is there were moments for us to kind of step aside and say, you know, there is more than just baseball at play here. How important do you think that was for the team? And what did it mean seeing Oyama get honored as well?
3: Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I think that was big for us. Um, not just for us, but for all of our guys to hear that message as well. The, uh, the brand only seven seconds. Um, they came in, uh, a Northwest brand based out of Brewster, I believe came in and spoke to the team before the game. And, uh, you, you know, you said it, Joel, it's just that we, they kind of made us think, you know, there's so much more debate. There's so much more to this than just baseball. Um, and th- th- during the dog days of summer, th- these times, you know, we're grinding through it, and uh, just kind of realize that this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is a special moment for a lot of these guys to make connections and 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 just keep tabs on all their buddies and friends, and um, and so it was really important. And and tonight as well, you know, with the Tommy Watsonabi Award and his parents being here tonight, uh, we kept telling the guys, we kept preaching it in the dugout. We, you know, we're not going to lose on Tommy's night. We're uh, we're going to find a way to get a win here and. Um, speaking on behalf of Joe, I, I, I honestly I don't think I don't think there's anyone more deserving than Joe Ichiro Yama for an award, an award like that. He uh, he fits that description. Um, not only one of the best ball players I've been around, but honestly Joe is probably one of the best human beings I've ever had uh, had the privilege of being around. So uh, no one more deserving to get that award.
0: There's been a lot of fun Oyama moments this summer. I, I brought up a couple with uh, you know, the border a couple weeks ago. You know, smiles in front of the camera has to be reminded. No, you can't. You know, he's got his he's got his Mickey Mouse luggage. And he brings, <laughs> right? just the kid who makes you laugh. You know, he picked up your son the other day on Sunday and carried him over to oh, you when yeah. you were looking for. Him. Just what's been your favorite just Joe Ichiro Oyama moment this summer? That kind of maybe it clicked in your mind at that point. You know, maybe that's what that's why he should win this award.
3: Oh well I don't know if it it's why he should win the award, but honestly one of the funniest stories I have of Joe. is the first day he he got here he was a day late and I'm trying to figure out why is Joe late so I I I don't even know the kid yet and I'm talking to him and Joe why were you late and what's going on why are you here today you told me you're gonna be here yesterday and he says coach I was in the airport in California they had the best Japanese food the only authentic Japanese food I've ever found in California and I missed my flight so he, he showed up a day late because he finally found some Japanese food in California that uh that fit his needs. So uh, I'll never forget that one on the first day meeting him.
0: I I probably I can't blame him. I probably would feel the same way if I was a home away from oh, home yeah. that long. Okinawa, Japan native. It's gotta be <laughs> tough when you you know, I've hear or heard you hear it from people outside of the U.S. They say our food stinks compared to other places. Right, <laughs> so I don't, exactly. I can't blame him in that instance. Well, Mitch, uh, this was great. You talked all year about the importance of it's nice to win a series, but great teams take all three games. You guys did that here, but now you're going on the road to Walla Walla. First off, got to be nice to not be traveling across the border. You can leave the passports at home, at least for this week coming up. Mm hmm but a tough series in a way with Walla Walla. This is a team that might be a bit of a test as well. What needs to be done to take care of them this weekend?
3: Yeah, I, it's going to come down to our pitching staff, I think, again this weekend. Um, me and Vaughn were just talking, we're looking at our roster. I think we have 10 or 11 arms that will be available for this whole weekend. We've just got guys that threw this week. We've got guys who left um, due to innings limits and stuff, so... Now's really the, the time to grind. This end this end of July and early August is where you find out what you're made of and uh, find out what this pitching staff is made of. We're going to need all 11 of those guys this weekend to probably be called upon. So um, finding a way to get it done on the mound and then uh, let this offense go back to work and, and keep swinging it well. Hope to see that. Hope to see another
0: series win this coming weekend. Thanks for joining us here tonight, Mitch. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joel. Let's take a look at some of the quick scores around the West Coast League from tonight. The Kelowna Falcons defeated the Edmonton Riverhawks two to nothing. Springfield topped Walla Walla four to three. Bellingham a big 16 to six win over Victoria. Corvallis walked off Callitz a seven to six triumph. Bend five, Ridgefield three, and of course here the Apple Sox six, and the North Paws five. In the standings, the Apple Sox still lead the North Division with an eight and four record. They are two games ahead of three teams: the Victoria Harborcats at eight and eight, the Kelowna Falcons at six and six, and the Bellingham Bells at six and six. Bellingham has already won the second half. If they win, big part, Bellingham won the first half. If Bellingham wins the second half, the next spot goes to the team with the second best overall record. That's the Apple Sox as they are 20-19. and 19. So they would have home field advantage in the first round. So the most important thing right now for Wenatchee is keep that second spot for the second best overall record and then hang on as best as they can to the best record in the second half. So, Season ends today. The Apple Sox have home field advantage for the first round of the West Coast League playoffs. Prior to Thursday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox pitcher Reese Leitenberg. Give a listen. We're joined by Apple Sox pitcher Reese Leitenberg, who's actually going to hit the road after tonight's game in Reese. It's been a busy summer for you so far with the Apple Sox. Probably looking forward to a little bit of time off coming up. Uh, tell fans what happens once you're shut down for the summer. What are you looking forward to the rest of the year now that you're going to have the rest of the summer free?
4: Uh, so I actually I got a few weeks before I go back to school already because we start pretty pretty early So I think I'm just gonna go home. I'll still like throw and stuff But then I'll just like lift eat f- eat a lot of food try to get gain some weight before I go back to school
0: I imagine you've lost a lot with the heat here in Wenatchee yeah. You know the other day pitching five innings. will do that out of the bullpen yeah. won't it?
4: Yeah, I mean I, I just I lose a lot of like weight fast just because my metabolism stuff so I just got to eat eat a lot of food when I get back home.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of fans hearing that wishing that was the case for them but regardless uh, Reese you did a great job the other day out of the bullpen against Corvallis helped pick up the victory in that game on Saturday. five innings of relief though. I mean how many times have you done that besides the two times you've done that this season?
4: Uh, I don't think I've done that ever before. Maybe when I started in high school like I went five innings but I've never came out of the bullpen and gone that far but it's pretty cool pretty fun too.
0: It's It's got to be pretty adrenaline inducing that you just kind of keep getting more and more excited the more you're yeah. getting out it's a tight ball game. I mean you did it the one time against Bellingham I think you also I think this is actually the third time you've done it because you did it against Edmonton the one time on the road as well but it's that type of thing where I imagine how are you fighting for the ball each time are you go let me get another inning here or how's that conversation going in an outing like that because you've gotten pretty comfortable with continuing to head back out on the mound and getting outs
4: Yeah I mean when I have my pitch counts like plays a role in it but when I go out there and I just attack the zone and I get like quick outs quick innings it kind of makes the decision easier for me and the coaches to go for the next inning but this last outing uh, in a tight game I just wanted to keep going keep competing for the team and I wanted to be out there for the guys and get the job done
0: what was the most exciting moment of that game for you there were a couple times you were coming back to the dugout pretty fired up in that game
4: yeah, I mean, there's just some plays at the end of each inning. The defense was really making good plays. So it was kind of firing me up, firing the team up. And that strikeout in the ninth inning, I, I had to try to get some energy to the dugout just so we could close out in the ninth inning. So we got the job done then.
0: Chatting with Reese Leitenberg ahead of tonight's game between the Apple Sox and the Northpaws. And, Reese, are you one of the people who's more excited almost when your guys make a play in the field than you are than maybe when you strike someone out? We saw a really dramatic example that last night. Joey Ichiro Oyama made a great play to end yeah. the game. And Jake Putnam picks him up on the mound. Are you almost more excited when your guys have your back
4: like that? Yeah, I like seeing the guys make really good plays like Iva. He made a really good play at short, jumping up and catching that ball. When he hit the off the bat I was like dang it I gave up a hit there then I just turn around and see him do his thing so it's kind of fun just watching those guys out there make some really good plays for me.
0: You've had several really exciting moments this summer we just talked about the three different efforts in relief of five innings what's been your favorite moment from this summer with the
4: Apple Sox? Uh, Well my favorite moment that I've been a part of was definitely that Corvallis game and just that walk-off was really fun the whole team We're really involved in that game, and this is when we're getting hot right now at a good time. So we're playing some fun baseball, and it's just fun to be in the dugout for it right now.
0: It felt like playoff baseball this past weekend. It was a ton of fun. Well, Reese, uh, thanks for joining us. Go get them here tonight in your last game. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Apple Sox podcast. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you do not already. I'm Joel Norman. This is the Apple Sox podcast.